What's going on, Spitfires? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lemoney, and this Spitfire Coach. And today I am sharing part two of my talk from Dallas Startup Week. This one is all about burnout and how to be aware of it, how to recover from it, and how to stop thinking from the hustle and grind mentality. I'm also going to dive into what I really think imposter syndrome is and why we need to stop normalizing it. It's a bit provocative. I get a bit fired up, but I wouldn't be a spitfire if I didn't do that for you all. And just a reminder, if you haven't subscribed to the Spitfire podcast, that would be a great time to do so. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, all those places. And if you leave a review, we would super appreciate it. Now, enjoy this episode. So we've talked about how other people are coming in, how you're interacting with them. But what I was originally asked to talk about is something that I think is even more important. And it's something that's kind of been like scratching on the surface. We've talked about it, but we're not really addressing it. And I think the keynote speaker was like, yeah, I don't get enough sleep. But y'all, we got to cut that out because burnout's real. Burnout's real. And I'm going to show you some stats that I want to scare you. Because this whole hustle grind culture of like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Cool, you want to be dead sooner than, than before? Or do you want to enjoy your life? The reality is we all walked away. If you're a business owner, you walked away from the comfort of a nine to five, even if it was miserable. You took the step, you took the risk because you wanted something else. So my question is, why are you recreating the same experience of the experience you walked away from? I want to shake this up because I hear this from clients all the time. Lauren, I'm just burned out. I'm so burned out. I just need a vacation. No, you don't. You need to make different decisions every day. And we're going to talk about that, about what burnout is, what resilience is, and what steps you can take to have a daily managed life as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a leader. So here are the four stages of burnout. I've seen six stages. I like four. It's easy to remember. The first stage is usually what people see as, I'm a go-getter, I'm a hustler, yay! And it's over-enthusiasm. We are stacking so much on our plate that is not reasonable or realistic. We can't get it done, but we're like, I gotta do it, look at my monster to-do list, I'm so accomplished, check, 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 check. And then you're exhausted, and then you rinse and repeat, and sometimes you don't rinse and we get a little stank, let's be real, okay? But over time, that enthusiasm becomes stagnation because guess what? That initial impulse of energy burns you out. It's like sandpaper that will just wear you down and no new ideas are coming from you. But the judgment's increasing, the expectations are increasing. And then you start increasing more judgment, which turns into frustration. But it's not frustration at the situation. No, no, no. It's frustration of, I should be better. I should be a machine. Why can't I do this? Well, because you're operating on two hours of sleep and you've been doing this for months, and you don't have help. So then frustration over time turns into apathy, where you can't get up. And I'm saying this because I've lived three iterations of this, based on businesses I've run, based on being in leadership positions where I was in over my head. Until now, because I realized, oh, I can catch this on the front end. So I'm gonna teach you all how to do that. But I wanna just give you the stats, and I don't know why that just turned into that color, but I'm gonna tell you what it is. (laughs) So, 48% of women founders struggle with high expectations. Now, they didn't say where the high expectations were coming from. My guess is they're a little self-generated, right? So that means that half of you are experiencing the struggle of high expectations. Show of hands. 
Who's struggling with it right now? All right. We're statistically significant. So here's the other thing. 53% of women say that their stress level is higher than it was a year ago. Times have gotten constrained. The way that we work, the pandemic, social justice issues, the pressure to perform, all mounting up. And 54% of female entrepreneurs have depression. High expectations, depression, you think they're correlated? Yeah. And then 41% have burnout, self-diagnosed burnout. And the number that was shocking me, because this isn't even current, this is from 2018, there were 120,000 deaths related to burnout in 2018, before the pandemic, okay? Costing $190 billion, I don't even care about the money. These are unnecessary lives lost. So I wanna shake this up because we have the choice to choose differently. We can be humans running businesses. We can take care of ourselves. We can set a new precedent that is not the hustle grind, you know, sleep when I'm dead culture. We gotta create a new normal there, a new standard. So in 2018, I've had my business since 2016. 2018, I wrote an article that was about the 13 most common pitfalls of entrepreneurship. I wrote like a WebMD article, like this worse than the remedy. And I was looking through them as I was writing this talk out. And the one that stuck out to me is imposter syndrome. And I just want to nip this because so many people come to me saying, Lauren, I have imposter syndrome. That's why I can't do things. It exists, but do not use it as a label of why we're incapable because I'm going to show you what it actually is and how you can stop it. It's connected to the emotional cycle of change. And this was developed and I've added in some other concepts to drive it home. So let's imagine you have a new opportunity, a new client, a new product, a new role. The newness creates the excitement. It's an adrenaline surge. You're like, yay, I'm so ready to do this. And then you pause, because you're not breathing. And if you've ever read The Big Leap, the difference between fear and excitement is your breath. So you're like, I'm excited and then I forgot to breathe and then I start getting scared. And then I start, realizing I don't know a lot of things. And then the judgment kicks up, and I turn into uninformed pessimism. So where my focus goes is where my energy grows. So I start focusing on everything else I don't know, and I get the pile on of, you don't know this or that or that, what are you doing? And then over time, we've compounded it so much that we're in the valley of despair, the valley of funk, or as I like to call it, the struggle bus. And then before we know it, we think, well, I should just quit. I should give up. I should go back to my nine to five. Like, I'm not cut out for this. I'm an imposter. I don't belong here. And this is usually where people quit. This is where they come up with the excuses of why they're not successful, and they reinforce the story from the past. And here's the opportunity. The opposite of judgment is curiosity. Get curious. What might you need right now? What might be possible with one step? What might I want to create in the future? How do I recreate that excitement that I initially felt? What do I need to take care of myself? Notice these are all open-ended questions and not judgments. So I'm able to create the space for options. So guess what happens? I start creating specific questions, and I start thinking of resources, I start talking to people, and then before I know it, I'm in informed optimism. And that is how you take new to known. So, it's not hard, it's new. 
And once it's known, it's not so hard anymore. But you've got to be willing to get through that process and not personalize it. Objectify the issue. Get specific on the gaps. Look for resources and allies. These are steps you can take because guess what? If it feels too big, you can't move it. But little pebbles you can move, right? Even when you're tired. And guess what? You start to see progress. You start to feel motivated again. And before you know it, you have that surge of energy that you're like, your girl is back. This is what imposter, this is where the imposter lives. It is not imposter syndrome. That is a self-label that I want everyone to shred from their lexicon. If I leave you with nothing else, please do not normalize imposter syndrome. We gotta stop it. So this is the recovery process. First, it's about the awareness. I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling exhausted, I'm feeling like I need to rest. It's the awareness of I'm feeling weight in my body, I'm feeling friction in my body. And then we identify it. Not as burnout, but as exhaustion, being tired, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like I need support. Because once we have the identification, we have the specificity, we can create an action plan. And then we can bring in curiosity, which lives in reflection, which then builds that muscle because we then have the toolkit and the structure of resilience. Because once you start flexing that muscle, it is always there. It does not go away. So these are some shifts. This is a download, so I'm not gonna go through it, but these are mantras, because I know that I talk a lot. Um, but I'm gonna advance here. All these slides are available. Not the slides, the uh, handouts are available. If you wanna copy the slides, my email is on this. Um, I know that I've gone over time. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, but I welcome the conversation. I have a podcast, I talk a lot about these issues, um, these challenges, and these structures to get through it. So. Um, I hope that you have been inspired. Thank you for being a captivating audience and being here and present. And uh, I'm going to hand things over to the amazing Andrea Thomas. Thank you. <laughs>